Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to another show of Get Inspired with Goods. I'm your host and today I have an inspirational guest with me who is an absolute role model in transformation. Now I've personally known this person for the last year or so and once we met it's just amazing how similar our kind of personal lives were and how we've both manifested and changed our lives around. You know guys one of the most important thing is to believe that you can change any area of your life around if you're willing to just try and you know we're not saying that you have to do it straight away even just one change can change everything around you not only who you are but also your surroundings and become more of a positive energetic being. Rami is a life coach and she helps people to live an extraordinary life. She specializes in happiness, fulfillment, self-love, mindfulness, eating disorders and so much more. She personally transformed her own life around after suffering with a addiction for several years, chronic eating disorder and sexual abuse. Now you're going to absolutely love her so please guys pay attention to what she's saying because there could be one thing that you might relate with that could help you to live a happier inspired life. Leah it's an absolute pleasure to have you on my radio show and thank you for joining me. Well hello thank you so much for having me. Oh that's okay I just personally I loved your story when I first met you I just remember walking back thinking oh my god this girl has gone through so much it's so inspiring and she needs to share it with the world and so here we are (laughs) pleasure thank you so much for having me again that's okay so can you tell the listeners what your life was like before you became a coach (sighs) yes of course well what was my life like before it was an absolute chaos you know um even though as a child I was quite bubbly and outgoing, there was always something missing. There was always something missing within me or within my life. And I had this hole within my soul, I call it today, you know, that I just had this feeling something, there isn't enough, I'm not enough. And as a result of it, I tried to fix that hole with all sorts of things, you know, whether it was... Like it started very early on, actually, with an obsession around my body, body image. And then that became, as a teenager, anorexia. But, you know, that was just that one aspect. And I started experimenting with drugs, um, which eventually, you know, led to a full-blown drug addiction at, um, at a very young age. But it was really about, as I said, I had this, I had this hole in my soul and I constantly tried to fix it with anything I could my, um, get my hands on, whether it was a new pair of shoes, whether it was a boyfriend, whether it was um, my credentials, you know, whether it was having the perfect job, then like a little bit later on, like anything. And there is so much research, but obviously, as we know, as you can imagine, it wasn't really working. Mm. And... Yeah, and I remember my mum, when I was 16, she was diagnosed with cancer. And that really, really kicked off uh, my eating disorder, actually. And it was, A, because I couldn't handle my feelings. Mm -hmm. I couldn't handle um, feeling the pain I I felt as a, you know, being scared to lose lose my mum. But also, I I was unable to communicate my feelings. 
I was not able to be true to myself and authentic. I always thought I had to be this perfect person and everything is fine and everything is great. And what I did as a result of it, I would just starve myself more and more. That was my way of communicating, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I relate with you on that because when I was 19 years old, I developed an eating disorder, but I didn't realise it was there. It was because yeah. somebody in my life had passed away. And a lot of people out there in particular, people who haven't suffered with an eating disorder, will think it's to do with the food, but it's not actually to do with the food. It's to do with not being able to control that situation. And the That's only it. thing that we can control as human beings is what we what we eat. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um it's so powerful and that's why it's so hard to get any help um, because people, load, um, unless you're in it yourself or you have experience with it, people don't understand. They First and foremost, they expect it is something about the food, right? Same yeah. thing with the drugs. So it's about the drugs, just stop taking drugs. Well, if it was that easy, you, we wouldn't have any drug addicts. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the sad thing is as well, you know, it's like I got myself into so many toxic situations through throughout my using, because of my using, you know, when I was um when I was nineteen and I don't share share with that I share that very often. It's like a new thing I feel comfortable sharing with, but I think it is important because there is so many more people who have been through that. I got um, raped as a result of being being off my face and I asked people, um, three guys to, to drive me back to uh, whether they could give me a lift home Oh no! and they didn't, you know, they drove me back to their place and it was the sad, I mean, that was just probably the loneliest, scariest, saddest experience I've, yeah. I think I've experienced ever, and it took me a long time to get over. And to be honest, I didn't ever think I didn't think I could get over the shame and the the guilt, and you know that thing that we always hear. It's yeah. like such um, victims thinks it, think it's their fault. You know, yeah. absolutely, that's what I've been through. Like I thought it was my fault. I was obviously drunk. I was high. Who asks people to drive random people to drive themselves at them home? Um, well, you know, I did get over it, and I and I'm, I'm, I have complete freedom th from it today. And I don't feel that way anymore. That I think it's my fault, and um, you know, it's an absolute miracle. As I said, I never thought I would get over it. I thought that was something that would hold me for the rest of my life. And to be honest, as well, it fueled my drug addiction. It was a very good reason for me to. Um, <laughs> put on the self-pity backpack and said, okay, because of this, because of this happened, and it's a horrible thing to happen, but it's not the reason to use drugs. And I used it to use drugs. You know, it was very convenient, actually. Wow. So, yeah, absolute chaos in all areas of my life. Um, yeah, it's powerful. It's absolutely powerful. And what was, like, the turning point for you that made you realise that, you know, if I don't change now, nothing's going to change <sighs> at all? God, it's like the misalignment with your values, with my values. It was, I was 26. I was not even 26. And to be fair, I tried to clean up. I remember at the age of 21, I already wanted to clean up. I needed another four and a half years to go to actually do it. Um... 
It was because I was actually a very happy, bubbly person. Mm. And I've always been spiritually inclined. Like spirituality and personal development was brought to me by my mother. Um, I read Buddhist books at the age of 16. I um, was meditating at the age of 16. I was doing yoga. And I kept that up somewhat, you know. You can imagine how. But during during my chaos. Mm. So it was living, like, you know, having these values of living an integral and a beautiful, abundant life, but then going out and destroying myself all the time. It was just complete misalignment. And I kept on having this thought. I kept on saying to myself, this is not you. What are you doing? And I do believe it's because I still had that little, these little glimpses of um, these connections to something really beautiful in life that I realized that it got, that it got me out at the age of, at an early age. You know, I know many people now who who come into recovery in the mid-40s, and mid-50s, and I'm very, very lucky, and I'm beyond grateful I got cleaned up early, mm-hmm. you know. And my thing is very much about, like, inspiring young people as well to get clean, no matter what age, you know. I inspire everyone to get clean. But I think it's this perception as well that drugs are cool, particularly in London and in the, in the scene I, I hang around with. To be fair, everyone was doing it. So, so I thought, you know. So it was very hard for me to see that actually what I was doing wasn't right because I was like, oh, everyone does it. But, then, <laughs> <laughs> but the difference was that these people, they continued with their lives. They got up in the morning, they went to work, um, and they didn't have to do it. You know, it was like a casual thing every now and again. But I started and I could not stop. You know, my it wasn't just a night out. It was like two, three, four days nonstop, missing university, missing work, um, not going to work, you know. So that's the big, big difference, even though, yes, there might have been people who were doing it as well, but it was a complete different way of me doing it. Mm. Like, so... Yeah, to answer your question with a very long sentence, <laughs> it was the misalignment of value. I was like, this is not you. What the hell are you doing, girl? You've got to get clean. And so I did. <laughs> That's an amazing achievement, my dear, because Thank you. I've seen a lot of people like go through the situation, kind of like you were talking about, and it's so hard. Like you, you can be the most inspiring person in the world. You can motivate them, but if they're not ready to be motivated yeah. from within and ready to take the action, it's not yeah. going to happen. And it's, yeah. I just think it's when you're, you, like you said, when you find your values, but it's the values for your soul. That is when you're just like, that's it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm ready yeah. to come back to who I'm supposed to be and yeah. what my purpose is. And Absolutely. it's just wow. I don't think you realize how powerful you have, like at such a young, too young age, to do that. That's thank you. Oh, I wish I could just come and give you a hug. <laughs> I wish you were here to give me a hug. I oh. love hugs. Anytime. <laughs> we'll have to catch up for one. <laughs> so, my dear, at that, at that time, you know, you, you just got clean. So, what did you do next after that? What was the next right. step? Yeah, okay. So, you know, it was really about getting clean. Like, let's say stop using drugs is one thing, but it's about staying stopped you know and then also because it is not about the drugs as we said it's not about the food it's about how you feel Mm. it's about how you feel about yourself and it's about 
like filling that hole I said before, instead of filling it with toxic things, I had to start filling that with loving things. And first and foremost, it was about creating a loving relationship with myself, to learn to love myself. And again, the personal development industry, we, we throw around this word all the time, self-love, self-love, self-love. But what does that actually mean? You know, it's like, it's like adapting a complete new attitude and a way of living that represents someone who truly and deeply loves themselves, you know, and... And I was so committed, so committed. And that's very important. I was absolutely devoted to stay clean, to stay stopped. And I would do anything that it took to do so. So I would, you know, I would start um, my spiritual practice. Obviously, um, I had to be, as I said, I had somewhat of a spiritual practice all along, but obviously it wasn't fully um authentic while I was uh, <laughs> all sorts of funny substances into my body um but that was um my you know my number one is like sitting on my medita- meditation pillow every morning and <coughs> sitting there and ha- taking that space to just connect with myself and with, connect with my with this loving with this beautiful part of me which i which, you know the higher self which i call choose to call i how um higher self other people you know might call it something different you're in the guidance system whatever is you know resonates with someone is like being able to connect out with every day um every day and start off my day in that way mm. allows me to go throughout a day in a much more um loving gentle way and attitude and as I would be finding something within myself that is loving I also had to find something that was outside myself mm. whether you want to call it universe whether you believe in angels whether you believe in a higher power people call it God I don't care but there is something I have to connect with and I want to connect with that is outside of me and that is so loving, that is so powerful mm. that when I'm in connection with that, you know what, I have no fear because I know I'm constantly and always guided. And the fact that I'm sitting here alive, I shouldn't be alive, girls. I should be dead mm. many times, you know, many, many times. I don't know why I'm alive. Well, I know because I'm not meant to be dead, <laughs> you know. So you've got purpose, my dear. Your purpose here was to go through everything that you had to go through in order to serve others and help them to realise that they too can do it as well. So yeah, that is your existence. That's that's what I personally believe. (laughs) Well, well, I very much um, believe so too because you know what? It's way way more powerful than any studies I could have done. Mm. Or books I could have read, and I love my books. Um, I read, a, you know, person development <laughs> But there's nothing compared to having real life experience. You know that. You know, it's like without that, without your story, it's like you will never really be able to relate to people. And there's a result of it. What I love about it so much is like, seriously, anyone can tell me anything I won't judge. Mm. And I'm like, yes, I would. I've probably done something worse. <laughs> <laughs> Or more embarrassing, or crazier, you know. Mm. It's just like there is zero judgment from my side. And and my clients really feel that. 
Like one thing I always get from clients is like that they assume they walk into the room and we start talking, like even in the consultation. It's just like, oh my God, I'm so comfortable with you. It's like I just feel like I can just be myself. And that's beautiful. I really want people to be able to experience that, what it is like to be themselves. And if I can be the first, you know, person they can do that with, great, because then they can apply that outside as well. Um, yeah, life is completely transformed. My, my life is amazing today. And I have my ups and downs. I think that's important to remember as well because, again, it's like sometimes I know if you're um, uh, people look up to coaches or they think, you know, we with social media we all represent our our happiest and our gl- most glowing <laughs> sides, aren't we? And yeah. you think, oh, my God, they are so happy, how kind. And you know what? We all have shit days, and that's okay. And it's like what I've learned is about letting myself off the hook. Mm. But no matter how shit my day is, I'm not going to pick up drugs. I'm not going to binge on food. I'm not going to puke. I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not, you know. So that's what it is. I'm just, well, I've got an off day, and that's that's cool. But generally, you know, I look, <laughs> I look at my life. I'm like, oh my god, this is the life I really want to live. And who can, you know, not many people can say that. Absolutely. And guys, I put my hands up as well. Like, there's days where I have shit days. Now, you might hear me who's bubbly and, you know, inspiring. You know, sometimes when I'm meditating, I start crying and I'm like, what's wrong with me? But then there's something to be learned through that. And it's okay to have those days because nobody can be 100% consistent in being happy mode. We have those emotions for a reason. Like, if you want to, like you said, if you want to call it the God or you want to call it the universe, you want to call it an angel, have given us those emotions we're supposed to express them it's not a crime and one thing I I don't know if you yourself Leah was when I was on that journey of transformation I felt guilty for crying like it was a bad thing to show my emotions to people because I was scared of what other people would think but you've got to go through it because if you don't it's going to stay inside your system and it's going to rot inside you and you're going to get more sick so you've just got to release what needs to be released that's that's what you know, my addiction, my many addictions all along was like that inability to express myself and thinking I have to be perfect and I'm not allowed to have any emotions. So therefore, as you say, I just suppress them. And then because they have to come out some ways, they come out sideways, I'll suppress them with drugs or, or, or you know, binging. It's, um, it, it's very, very healthy to them, let them out. And to be honest with you, I think it's beautiful. Yeah. If like if I have a person in front of me, a friend or a client or a random person, and they share, they they, they are just raw and vulnerable. And if um, the the state they're in at that moment is sadness or even anger, I think that's beautiful. Mm. Just, just be yourself. There is no reason. There is no. We don't have to be happy all the time. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not. It's not. It's not natural. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we're not saying to cry all the time. You know, just cry when you need to cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It will allow you to be happy afterwards, you know. Yeah. Did you know that actually when we cry, we, we it releases... It depends on what... With different types of crying, we release different types of hormones. And, and mm. because when we cry, we feel so much better afterwards. Yeah. So there's a chemical process going on. Mm. <laughs> so go cry if you have to. <laughs> Oh, bless you. Well, so my dear, now, you know, you've transformed your life around you've become a better version of yourself and you're now a life coach so how are you helping people to live an extraordinary life yeah 
And, you know, I, I live by example. I live, teach. I'm not telling people to, like, I'm not running around trying to fix people or fix people's lives. I very much um, want to inspire them and that they can see, okay, if she can do it, I certainly can do it. So, um, but I provide like very, very um, down to earth, but also spiritual tools with my clients. So we do, on a surface level, we work, work on quite a strategic, in a quite strategic way. Okay, so what it is that you, what is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? What's not going right in your life? Um, what do you want instead? Um, we set goals and timelines and then on a deeper level, that's where we go really, okay, what is it actually that is blocking you from, from living an extraordinary life? You know, is it self-worth? Is it fear? Is it, is it, um, procrastination? Is it this? Is it that? So, and then we work in a quite, um, a spiritual way to release those blocks but also what is really exciting, obviously, so I, I live, I, I, I work with, you know, so-called normal people, whatever that <laughs> is. Um, but I also work with addicts because, as you say, that's um, clearly what I'm meant to do. And, you know, what is funny is like even though at the beginning when, when I became a coach, I didn't set out to work with addicts. You know, I was like, I am an addict. I'm surrounded by addicts. <laughs> I'm not going to work with them. But sure enough, Without advertising for it, I kept on getting people with alcohol issues, mm. food, um, drugs. And I was just like, okay, universe, I got it. I got it. So um, I work with them as well, and but they have to be committed. Mm. I'm not going to, like, be policewoman and <laughs> them what to do. They, ha- they need to want to for themselves. Mm. And what's super exciting, I teamed up with a rehab in, um, in Thailand called The Cabin, The Cabin Chiang Mai. And they're amazing because they have like, um, a part of their program as well is, um, they have like a big mind, big mindfulness. They're big on mindfulness yeah. and spirituality over there. Yeah. And it's really, really cool and exercise. And um, you get a personal trainer. And obviously then you've got the whole traditional um, settings of, having group therapy and one-to-one and CBT and the 12 steps and all of that. Mm. I love that they got the spiritual stuff of it and they're so great. So I've teamed up with them. Um, So I do whatever I can with them while I'm over here um, in the UK. And, yeah, so this is exciting. I don't know what's exactly going to happen. It's all up in the air. Um, But it's good. It's really good. (laughs) Sounds exciting. You yeah, it is. It. <laughs> um, what kind of responses have you received from uh, your clients so far? Yeah, really good. To be honest, like, it's, yeah, fascinating. I get a lot of clients who've tried everything before, mm. and then they come to me and that works. Aww. I know. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> a lot of them. Mm. Um, like... Um, I had a consultation last Friday with someone and um, she wasn't sure whether she could afford me, but what she said, I feel inspired by you. I'm going to find it somewhere, the money. And she said, I just feel inspired by sitting with you in a room. And that is so amazing. And that's really, really what I, what I aspire to, you know, to just be a leading example. 
not to again I say it again not to just run around trying everybody to you know to fix people and tell them what they do but it's rather of attraction than promotion mm. I love that saying you know people 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 feel it yeah. if you are happy they just feel it you don't have to tell everyone right I'm sure you you, you relate it's like we bounce off each other mm. when we're happy or when people feel like, oh, she's got something I want, you know? Mm. Yeah, I've frequency. got really good response from clients. It's that, that, it's that frequency. You can you pick up on someone's frequency. So if somebody has got a blockage, I don't know if yourself, but I can sense it straight away and it's quite bizarre. Yeah. And it's all so positive. You feel that energy again. And if something's not right, you can. it's, it's like your body is in tune with theirs almost. It's yeah. Oh, it's kind of like yeah. the frequency around you, you guys, uh, connecting. So, yeah, yeah, I 100% agree with that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And, and yeah, it's just like, I just love that. It's like there is nothing more beautiful than seeing people transforming their lives and transforming themselves. Actually, what's the most beautiful thing is, is people transforming themselves and as a result of that, their lives transforms. Mm. That is like the coolest thing ever because... In society, we are told, okay, change your life around and then you'll be happy. Like, <laughs> this and then you'll be happy. Change your job, then you'll be happy. Get the boyfriend, then you'll be happy. You know? <laughs> and actually, no. Yeah. Like, change yourself and everything else will align itself. Mm, the people I'm attracting these days into my life, the jobs, the opportunities, um, everything I'm attracting these days into my life is a reflection of how I feel inside, mm. you know? And they're completely different from what it was like six years ago, as you can imagine. Mm. You know, completely different. It's miraculous. So just, I always say, as your internal abundance flourishes, your outside abundance will completely align itself. Do you find this as well, Leah, that as you keep going on this journey, the people that you originally surrounded yourself, obviously it's a different situation with yourself, but you're slowly moved away from them and then the people... The energies, like you said, you want to attract you, and they end up becoming closer to you, and then people keep yeah. suddenly keep dropping off. Yeah, yeah, it does really happen that way. It's very, I, 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 I experience that as well. I really do. I really do. And um, sometimes it's it's fascinating, and sometimes it's hard, and sometimes it's sad, and you just like, hmm. But it's like I think we all come into each other to our into our lives. For a reason, and mm. um, you know, sometimes we are not meant to stay, mm. right? But it's just like it gets better and better and better. And life is beautiful. I'm, I'm sitting here with a massive smile, girls. I just <laughs> life is really, really beautiful, and people are really, really beautiful. You know, it's like what what I see in people today. It's just like it, ex it makes my heart mm. so warm, like. And again, it's like that comes from a girl who has has tremendous or had tremendous trauma, you know, in, in her past. So like that I can sit here and think like, oh my god, people are so beautiful. It's um it's it it means the world to me, you know? Oh. oh. <laughs> You're gonna make me cry, don't you? <laughs> um my dear, so um Obviously, on your journey, were mm -hmm. there any books that you read that just kind of just kind of came to you or just inspired you to keep moving forward? Yeah, you know what? Um, 
Return to Love from Marianne Williamson mm. is very beautiful. It's obviously all about it's all about self-love and it's a reflection on a course in miracle. It's like a metaphysical text. I don't know if you know it. Yeah. Um, but it's very it's very good and it's like one of her first books, I think. Mm. I um I really, really like that. As I said, I like a lot of Buddhist books, like Pursuit of Happiness from Dalai Lama. It's gorgeous. It's so humble. It's so real. It's so simple. Um, like my mom sent me one as well, but that was in a different language. So I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> like, there's so many. Louise Hay, Cheryl Richardson. I used to read them at the beginning. I don't really read their books anymore, but they're like perfect um, books for newbies hmm. in personal development. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I keep on getting guided, you know, being guided to new books and new people and new mentors. You know, it's, it's, it's really wonderful. Love it. Wow. wow. What about you? What's your favorite book? I'm, I'm not the one asking you. I mean, just, just by each other. No, that's absolutely fine. Um, I would say the secret however i'd already been doing the secret before reading the secret and it just re made me understand that actually what i was doing was the right way because yeah. I, I did i couldn't I, could, I saw these things happening but i couldn't understand why so i didn't have the context behind it yes. and when i did it was like oh my god this actually exists so it's not just in my head there's other people out yeah. there doing it um, yeah. and then there was a book by a lovely lady called Gabby Bernstein called oh, Spirit yeah. Junkie Spirit and, yeah. wow just reading some of her stuff even though you know you've, we've both been on this journey of transformation there's always something to learn guys out there and I remember reading in um, Gabby's book Spirit Junkie that what we see in others is a reflection of ourselves so when we get angry at somebody it's actually we're not angry at them we're angry at what's happening within us but we just yeah. can't see it because they're mirroring it That's and it. I'm just sitting back going, oh, my God. <laughs> so good. It's a great book. I love that book. It's probably one of my favourites, to be honest. Mm. It's really fun. It's a good book. Yeah, and the humour and the way she kind of talks about her life, it's just amazing how yeah. she, again, she'd gone through um, a drug addiction as well and how she just yeah. was clearly just so free about it. And I just yeah. love the way she just embraced it. And it's powerful because, when nobody, like you said, nobody is perfect. None of us are perfect. And just knowing that somebody has gone through something, it empowers yeah. us, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it kind of looks at more of like the perfect person self help. You know, it's like, oh my God, they're so happy. They must be like, they must have had a really easy life. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. Do you know what? That's interesting you said that. A few years ago, I started um, inspiring lots of young people. And I remember <laughs> one colleague there was just like, good, you're just so happy and blah blah your life must have been easy I turned around and just laughed I was like let's have a coffee and let's talk about it and once I told him he burst into tears and he's like but how do you keep so happy I said because you forgive you move forward you accept it once you accept everything comes with an abundance because you're no longer hiding you're no longer pretending yeah. to be something you're not you're being honest yeah. and you know some people some people are not going to some people are not going to like you being honest but it's to set your soul free because mm -hmm. the less that you the more you do it the less illness you have and the more you hold back the more sick you get i love that that's it absolutely
Yeah. You know, funny, Joe, you said, I just want to add something to uh, the law for the secret, well, you mentioned the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. Um, The book that my mum gave me, it was... um, it was about the law of attractions, and by that, by that, at that time, I haven't heard from it about it either. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this random book in a different um, language she got, oh. and then suddenly the secret came out, and it was before the secret this one, and um, that really, really helped me in my recovery. Obviously, now it's everywhere, and we all know it, mm. but you know, it just. It's all about the mindset, and that's what I do a lot with my clients. It's like they need to be open to mind-body connection. Yeah. You know, otherwise, I'm like, yeah, forget it. It's like the mindset is everything, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Without the mindset, sorry, the mindset and the shift, you can't move forward because no. those are actually, that's what's blocking you. It's nothing else. That's, yeah, it's your thoughts. Mm. That's it. And it starts in your thoughts, right? It's mm. like if you feel somewhat awkward uncomfortable you know kind of just check in with yourself and go okay what am I thinking right now that I feel that way and of course it's going to be a little <laughs> shitty thought <laughs> whether, you might, whether you might be just beating yourself up for something or you're um, on a negative trip or you're fearful or you you know future like projecting into the future it's all in the mind and and you know the very first person um was Buddha who mentioned we think as as we think so we become Mm. so there you go absolutely Absolutely. so true oh my dear we are coming towards the end of the show it's just yeah so quick and I could could keep on talking forever with Ah, you I know you're like my soul sister (laughs) bless you you. I love you too my dear (laughs) Um, what are your five top tips for for somebody who's trying to get out of a toxic situation but they don't know how to yeah okay so exactly and I love that you know you say toxic situation doesn't just need to be drug addiction or something like that Mm. um but it's really about first and foremost I would say share it with someone because if we're in a toxic situation whether it's let's say an abusive relationship Mm. which I've experienced as well it's like you don't want other people to know right um, drug addiction, don't really want other people to know either. So it's really important to, for people to realize they don't have to do it by themselves. Mm. People are there to support each other and people are way more understanding and less judgmental than we think. Mm. So the first thing is really share it with someone. Then um, the second thing is, I touched on that, creating a loving relationship with yourself. It's an absolute must. So, you know, when you get yourself out of the toxic situation, it's not enough. It's like, because otherwise we just get ourselves back into another toxic situation. So it's really about creating a loving mindset towards ourselves, treating ourselves well, have a bath. You know, like you do lots of little actions that represent a person who loves themselves, Mm. positive affirmations. These are all things I use in my coaching around self-love. Then a spiritual practice, obviously. It's like the fact that we're in a toxic situation and stay in it, find it hard to get out it shows that there is something lacking within us and as I said before I said that's what I what I needed to find was something bigger than myself i.e a higher power the universe that can help me with this 
that is unconditional, that loves me, that that is never going to judge me, you know? So having a spiritual practice, like connecting with the powerful, powerful part that is outside of myself as well as, as, well as within myself is, is vital and especially vital for ongoing, you know, staying well on a, on a long-term basis. And as I said before, not get back into a crazy situation. Um, and then it's about finding your tribe, find good people, mm. you know, Go out there, mix with people that are loving, that are inspiring, that, that inspire you, that are on a similar journey, on a loving journey. Really important. You know, we are um, the, the, the the average of the five people we, we surround ourselves with the most. Yeah. So and um, so the people we have got around us is so important. And the last thing is be committed. Again, I touched on that. Be committed absolutely devoted to do whatever it takes to get out of that situation and stay out of that situation and it's not going to be easy but you know what if you stay committed and if you do these things I just shared it's like self-love surround yourself with um, amazing people have a spiritual practice and also the spiritual practice itself um, including, you know, changing your mindset, have positive thinking, will, you will be guided to the most amazing opportunities, experiences, people that you can, uh, you can't even imagine. Um, so that in itself will keep on empowering you, empowering you to stay on a, on a beautiful path. Wow. So that's it. Wow. Those amazing top, top five tips. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to be really, really, really <laughs> kind of, I'm speechless. <laughs> they were just so to the point. It was just like, wow. Yeah, guys, definitely do try those five top tips out. And um, my dear, where can my listeners find you? Okay, so I've got uh, my website is www.leavendrami. So L-E-A-V-E-N-D-R-A-M-I dot com. And um, you can email me through there, or it's leah at leahvendrami.com. You can email me, uh, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on, on Twitter, all with my, with my name. And if I can help anyone, if you're in a funk, if you're in a toxic situation, whether it's drugs, food, alcohol, toxic relationships, if you need help with anything, or if it's just someone who wants to live an extraordinary life and needs, needs a little of a twist, um, little bit of you know boosting mm. that as well, obviously. And um, yeah, email me, and I would say as well, you know, I work my my packages when I work with people, they're always very personalized. So there's no set rules. It's like we meet, we have a consultation, and then we look at okay, what's the what is it that that suits them most? Usually, I work for a minimum for three months because that's like the minimum you need to create long lasting changes, um, and we want them to be lasting, not just for the time we work together. Very important. So, you know, if, if, if um, any listeners, just email me and get a free consultation, meeting, discovery session, we, um, and let me know that you're from a listener from Get Inspired with Good, and then we can also sort out some, some discount for you. Oh, very nice. But make sure you mention where you, why are you emailing me? that you're a listener from from getting inspired with girls amazing well 
thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story and just being your amazing self as usual thank you oh bless thank you thank you thank you so much for having me and have a beautiful beautiful day thank you you too and um hopefully speak to you soon definitely don't really want to say bye <laughs> i don't just carry on talking <laughs> that's okay i'm and i'll see you soon bye okay take care bye guys What an amazing interview with Leah. Guys, I just absolutely love her and what she does. And, you know, it's just so true to just be yourself and be in a place of authenticity and just embracing whatever happens. And, you know, if there's something that you're not sure what's happening, kind of take a rain check and look from within and see why you're doing what you're doing. Why is it you're behaving in that particular manner? And everything will just come a lot clearer, a lot lighter and a lot more blissful unfortunately is the end of the show you can find me on twitter at i am gerds that's i-a-n-g-u-r-d-s you can find me on facebook at get inspired with gerds where i bring you lots of inspirational quotes tips and advice about leading a better life and um, you can also find a uh, check out my book on amazon called educo which is e-d-u-c-o and it's 52 quotes for leading a better life and this week i want to leave you with this quote Transformation is often more about unlearning than learning. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired.